0: You're listening to Discovering Multifamily, where we discuss all educational topics in commercial real estate, with an emphasis on multifamily apartment investing via syndication. And now, your hosts, former NFL fullback Brian Leonard and Anthony Scandariato. All
1: right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Discovering Multifamily podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony Scandariato, with 39 Properties. And today we have a very interesting and special guest here with us. I say interesting because he's not specifically real estate related, but he's a serial entrepreneur. He's a world explorer and he's also the founder of a billion dollar brand. And I'm not exaggerating when I say billion dollar brand because I'm sure you've heard of it, a water bottle company called Hydro Flask. And we're going to talk about his experience starting Hydro Flask, how he was able to build basically the billion dollar brand and how he was able to experience enormous growth year over year and what kind of systems he put in place to grow his business. What did his team look like? So really excited to dig into that and unpack that because we can relate it to uh, starting any type of business, whether you're in real estate or selling water bottles uh, in this example. So um, very excited to have him and uh, looking forward to the conversation, Travis.
0: Well, thank you, Anthony. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for, uh, Taking the time. This is
1: great. Excellent. Well, thanks for coming on. And yeah, so basically, what's going on? Like, how did you, what made you start Hydroflask? And obviously, you know, you, you've since exited the business, but just love to kind of hear your development process throughout that time.
0: Yeah. Well, I I'd had had a multitude of occupational uh, endeavors prior to Hydroflask, I was a, a commercial airline pilot uh, boat captain, dive instructor in the Caribbean and, and had always had a real strong passion for business. I kind of grew up studying a lot of the real successful Brian Tracy, Zig Ziglar, Jim Rohn, a lot of the old time, uh, sort of leaders in the business world. And, um, Started a, uh, a fence company here in Oregon, actually started a real estate company in, in Florida that um, I, I, I wasn't a real fan of. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't feel ethical going in and offering people pennies on the dollar for their, for their homes. It, uh, the first time somebody started crying, I felt like, oh no, I'm out, I can't do this anymore. So got out of that, started a fence company, uh, went out to Oahu, started a, a sign and screen printing company and um did those for a while and, and had a lot of fun and learned a lot and then one day i was uh thirsty and and stopped into a sporting goods store to get a water bottle and they had taken them all off the shelves and i said well who's going to fill up these shelves they said no one there's there's nobody else i said well then i will i'll do that and and sure enough i mean that's kind of a long and long and short of it how Hydro Flask got started
1: Interesting. So they didn't have any water bottles on the shelves and you just all of a sudden were like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to help you with that. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of how it started. So, all right. So that's how. So that's when you, it, you found, seems to me it, that's when you had the you know right idea. So um, what did that process look like for you in terms of, I guess you had to come up with the product and manufacture it and distribute it. So kind of talk about, kind of talk about that because it's easier said than done.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it's a lot easier in that little five-second blurb there than it was <laughs> actually doing it. Well, the, the first big thing was trying to figure out how to actually get them produced, like where and how. And um, we moved as, as a nation, we, moved, we, we sort of move around the planet, Mexico, Taiwan, Japan, Germany. Well, we're making in China right now. And, and have been for a number of years. And so I thought, well, if I can just get over to China, it shouldn't be too difficult to find a factory that can do a double wall vacuum insulated water bottle. Well, there really wasn't anybody doing that. They were making double wall thermos type big heavy glass and metal thermoses. But um, Finally, after, after quite a bit of searching, I found a factory that was willing to take a, a shot at it and, and just try it out. and uh, found a factory and started um, I, I guess backing up, I, I drove all around Oahu and, and got every single bottle I possibly could. I bought you know minute made orange juice bottles and beer bottles and pop bottles and milk bottles and all these different bottles figuring out what size mouth was the best and the you know ergonomic benefits of different types of lids and mouths on on different things and just kind of sketched it out and and talked to the factory and they said yeah let's let's try it and so that's that's kind of how it it started we got a couple samples and they worked really well and everybody we showed said they wanted one <laughs> And uh, we thought, well, you know, even if we sell just 3,000, we'll, we'll at least do okay. So that's kind of how it started.
1: Okay. So interesting. So you went over to China, you know, found a manufacturer that was able to essentially get what you needed um, to, to grow. So let's talk about the scaling part. So like that first order, you know, was it that store and. Yeah, Oahu. Uh,
0: It it wasn't. No, we actually moved from Oahu back over to uh, Bend, Oregon. We sold my my girlfriend at the time. We sold everything we owned and moved in with my mom. And uh, we took all all of that money, and and we were not able to afford the full three thousand. So we got fifteen hundred in the first order and went up to the Portland Saturday market and just started slinging water bottles on the side of the railroad tracks. And um, it went quite well, and started a uh, booth at here in Bend called Munchin Music, and got a article in the paper. And then after somebody read the article in the paper, um, the following week we had a booth and a guy shows up who was the sales rep, and said, Hey, I might be your sales rep. And I had no idea what that meant or, or what that would entail. He yeah. gave him a few free bottles. And he called back about a week later and said, how many more do you have coming? I said, well, we could get 1500. He goes, okay. Yep. Those are mine. I'm like, uh, okay. Sure enough, they, they came in and they were sold and, uh, we bought 10,000 in the next run. Those sold just about as quick as it took to make them and ship them over. And so (laughs) we ordered 40,000 and uh, got that order. It was rusted. It was not insulated and just about completely bankrupted us. Mm. Uh, My partner took off and I had one employee and she stole the money and she left. And um, I I was left with 40,000 water bottles that uh, potentially not working, so that's you know that's kind of, but you know I got over it. We got some bottles that were insulated and that were not rusted, and got those sold and made enough money to put in another forty thousand piece order. Got those, and and pretty soon we were doing forty 000 to eighty thousand bottles a month.
1: Wow, that's amazing! That's incredible. Yeah.
0: It, it, um, was, it was a lot, yeah. I mean, you think? I mean, you figure they're five dollars, five fifty each. Yeah. And having to come up with that cash every yeah. single month, I mean, it, right. was, it was pretty intense. <laughs>
1: so did you take, did you work with a lot of people have factoring companies or did you work, do you have, you know, any capital behind funding that expansion? Like, how did you, how did you take it from there to, to the next step?
0: Yeah. A lot of bootstrapping. Um, okay. I mean, literally everything we made went right back into it. Friends and yeah. family were awesome uh early on but then after a minute you know that that quickly exhausts so we went out to we were hoping angels and we found a few angel investors and then um and then took on kind of a a, like a large corporate investor
1: okay at the end of the day yeah okay that's great um so I guess like how long did it take you like how long did you work in that business for until you exited um what was that time period it
0: was about, oh, about five and a half, six years. Okay. Yeah, Got from it. the time I, I kind of came up with the idea and started sketching it out on the paper to the day I signed the last paperwork and it was done with it,
1: yeah. Nice. Are you still involved or are you like a board seat? Like or- Nope,
0: nothing to do with it. Not okay. a single thing. I don't get a discount. I don't make any money. <laughs> I don't have anything to do with them.
1: <laughs> Got it, okay. So, So, yeah, so like, I'm sure there was some really. It sounds like that was a tough time. It sounds like some employees were, or it's hard to to grow and scale the business. So, like, how many employees did you have? Like, did you have any? Like, I have a what about right here? But did you have any? Um, like, technology, like any patent? I'm just curious. Like, what was?
0: Yeah, we yeah. picked up. Um, I think I had like maybe nine or ten different patents and. Okay. Uh, mainly design patents and they were so they were for the lid shape and mouth size and thread patterns things like that I like to say that the the patents were sort of keep the honest honest in the early days and kind of kept the would-be competitors at bay just a little bit longer and then um, yeah so that's that that was the patents yeah
1: interesting and um, so now moving forward like what are you? What are you involved with now? Um, obviously, I think you're running the Tumalo Group. Is that? Uh, yep, I've got okay. the
0: Tumalo Group here Tumalo, in I'm Oregon. Sorry. Yeah, that's all right. No, it, you're not alone. In fact, more people pronounce it like that than, than <laughs> Tumalo. Um, so, yeah, right now what we're doing is I, I help a lot of uh, companies source do sourcing. So if they've got a product and they want to get it made, or um, they've been getting it made in perhaps one country and they want to switch to another country. Uh, we're, we're working a lot with Mexico and with America right now and, and still with China. I mean, it's still, it's still viable to get things out of China right now, uh, especially with this current administration. It's, it's a little bit easier to get them from China than it is here domestically, which is unfortunate. But it's the way it goes. And also I do a lot of advising. Um, just various sorts of advising, sort of personal advising and finance, nothing financial, not financial, not HR, but uh, personal and and, and business.
1: advice. So did you have, um, obviously you have a very, it seems like you're a very creative person, right? You came up with the design and it sounds like that was was very, like you said, the patent was a lot of design based. Um, What, like, did you have a partner on the financial side? Like, was it just you? with the company? Like how, what was your, what does your team look like?
0: Yeah. The, one of the, one of the, uh, yeah, basically one of the first hires that, that I was really excited about was a graphic designer. And with her, we were able to come up with the logo. We were able to come up with the daily and weekly Facebook and, and different social media posts and things like that. And then uh, we, we quickly moved into um, a CFO role and and had a had a really wonderful CFO that that kind of she did her best to keep me in line and, and keep me not spending too much. But um, yeah we had probably about, oh gosh, I, I should really know this number, probably about 10 or 15 in-house employees. I tried to keep it pretty small. And then we had um, I mean, just a tremendous number of uh, independent sales reps throughout the world that that we worked with.
1: That's amazing. So, did you get any sleep
0: over those five and a half years? Or? Nope. Nope. I, I drink a lot of Monster uh, energy oh drink, a lot of coffee, and um, yeah, no, not not very much at all.
1: <laughs> so, what's what's the plan moving forward? Are you, are you planning on retiring or like what? How, I don't know how old you are but like what yeah
0: I, I tried that once and it didn't work um, I, I really just missed doing advising I, I I miss startup I miss businesses and I, I hope that I don't ever have to retire um, the the clients I work with right now we get along great and as long as they're a like-minded organization or company or individual typically yeah I I, you know these are friends for life that I'm picking up, and I really hope I don't ever have to retire.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's really interesting, and sounds like it's in you know, the entrepreneurial spirits kind of in your bloodstream. Um, you say that now, but who knows what could happen? It's always good yeah. to, it keeps you young at bay too, you know, especially as you get older, you still want to be involved somewhat, you know, sit on the beach all day. It kind of gets a little boring sometimes. I'm sure you've it, done it, it does,
0: right? it does. I have, yeah, yeah, I, I, I've, I've. I've practiced being retired. I, I used to say that I take my retirement increments. I'd work really hard for about a year, and then I'd take off for anywhere from one quarter to one year, and just kind of just see what okay. the world had to offer. And I have found that I'm, I'm best when I am working at least two to four hours a, a day. Mm-hmm. It, it keeps me sort of motivated to keep right. learning and keep pushing and, and, and keep going. So.
1: Right. So what? So what was the I guess, decision to sell the company, like, was that a personal decision or was that kind of your goal? Like, you know, whatever five year company building period where you, you know um, it just, or the numbers just made sense. Like what, what was your motive?
0: Kind of a hybrid of all of the above. And I, I, I am now able, I'm I'm now 43 and I'm now able to look at it as a season. Like this season was coming to an end um, my brother had just died. I had just gotten married to my first wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a number of, you know, hiccups along the way of, of growing 600% per quarter. And yeah. I just, I was tired and I was ready to go on to do other things. Okay. And, um, they were ready to go quite a bit more corporate with it. And, right. uh, once I saw that corporate playbook, I, I just, it wasn't you. It wasn't me. Yeah. I didn't want to sign up to start going into the corporate realm as much as, as I would have had to, even though it was my company, I still would have had to play that, you know, dress up corporate game. And I wasn't wanting to do that.
1: Yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh, and so talk to us outside of the, you know, the, the new company that you formed, um, you know, obviously you mentioned your scuba dive, you know, scuba diver master and, uh, you know, I think you, you were a marine boat captain. Is that true yep, as well? Yeah,
0: okay. 10 US merchant marine captains. Nice. yeah. I was on everything mostly on dive boats and charter boats, um, ocean rafting, high speed ocean rafts throughout the Caribbean, um, yachts. I was on a, a couple of yachts, um, and now I, I have a, a, a bit of property and a couple of chainsaws. And I go out and I cut down the juniper trees that suck up all the water mm-hmm. from the ponderosas. So okay. that's c- kind of what's keeping me busy <laughs> in my free time now. Yeah.
1: That's, that's awesome. Yeah. That's, and uh, I'm sure there's a lot of it on the, we're recording on the East coast. There's a lot more of that on the the West coast where Travis is. So very interesting. Well, it was, it was great. I'm going to cut it now because I think it's an excellent um, summary of, you know, your experience and how you grew and, kind of what you're up to now and some lessons learned along the way, but how can my audience find you? Um, It doesn't seem you're very active on social media. So what's the best way to, what's the best way to find you?
0: I I try to stay out of the, out of the limelight like that. I am at uh, Travis at tumalogroup.com, T-U-M-A-L-O-G-R-O-U-P.com or on LinkedIn. Um, I I do try to get to my, my messages in LinkedIn, I've got an assistant who's going to start helping with that also. Mm -hmm. Um, Those are probably the two best ways.
1: Nice. So I'll share a link to LinkedIn and um, email, et cetera, on our social media platforms, as well as in our description on iTunes. And if you liked what you heard, And or saw today, please give us a rating and review. It helps Travis and I get our message out to a greater audience. That's just the way iTunes works. So we really appreciate that. And Travis, it's been a pleasure and an honor having you on the show today. So thank you for coming on.
0: Thank you, Anthony, for having me. It's been a lot of fun. Take care. Cheers.